You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Blake, how's it going? Hey, it's been a while. How are you? Good. I know. I was looking back. Your becoming story was like a while ago. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a little while, but it's good to be back. I'm excited to have you back. And today is going to be really fun. So before we dive in, first, like, thank you so much for joining us on Valentine's Day, a special edition warrior conversation. And I want to introduce you to Blake first. So Blake, like if someone doesn't know you, who is Blake? Um. I am a next generation pastor at Parkhurst Baptist. Yeah, I'm in Springfield, Missouri. I actually grew up in Springfield. I went to Bible college in Springfield. I work at a church in Springfield. So most of my life has been based right here. And um, I love what I do. I love being in church ministry and following the Lord and whatever the next step it is. And for right now, it is being the next generation's pastor at Parkhurst in Springfield. And I'm just having fun. That's amazing. And I feel like, correct me if my memory's off, but I think we have two things in common. We're both ones and we're both pastor's kids. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. I haven't looked at Enneagram in a while, but yes, I am a one. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like we talked about that with your story or something. And when I meet another one, I'm like, let's go. (laughs) The type A's. Gotta have control, absolutely. Yeah, which makes this next part of our conversation so much more fun because y'all just heard Blake said, like, we're both type A, we gotta be in control, know what's going on. And we both chose the route for this conversation to not know what each other is asking. It's like, I have no idea what Blake's gonna ask me. He has no idea what I'm gonna ask him, which I feel like props to us for being like totally game to do that. Yeah, I had people ask me like, are you prepared? Are you ready for this conversation? And I said, yeah, because there's nothing to prepare for. It's just whatever. And that's the best part about the conversation is now you get the real answers. You get the raw answers of just what, honestly, I look at it better as if we're hanging out at a coffee shop or riding in the truck, just hanging out and you're asking a question, I'm asking a question and we're getting genuine answers. So we'll see what we get. I love it. That's what I was excited about, too. So I feel like without further ado, we should just dive in. And do you want to ask first? Um, I yeah, I mean, I can jump in first if you want. Is that best? Let's go. Okay. Now, 
Well, we asked people to submit some of these questions. So I've got a few listed here. So I'm going to read from them and some solid ones. So here's a good one that I, this is the top of the list for me and from what people submitted. So here's, here's a really good one. Okay. Is it still cool for a guy to pursue a girl or is that old fashioned slash are girls even looking for that? All right. I feel like I can say this 100% confidently for all the ladies. Yes, we want <laughs> to pursue us. Like, and I guess I should also put this caveat, y'all. Blake and I are one, like I'm one single girl, he's one single guy. So we obviously don't have the answer for everybody. We're all unique, right? So yep. we're just our best to represent everybody's vantage point a little bit. Um, but I do feel like for the vast majority, I have a lot of single friends who are females and like we want a dude to pursue us. That's very attractive. I think we're in a day and age where women are leading and obviously like I'm a champion of women. I'm cheering us on. I am a leader. Um, but there's something about a guy who steps up and just starts pursuing a woman that makes the strongest leader of all women go, who are you? So, <laughs> okay. Which I think is great. I mean, I think I, I would view it from a guy's perspective as the same thing. Um, but I get from a guy's perspective as many times we pursue, but then maybe it's not uh, in return, but that's just part of finding the right person. So I get that. So, okay. If that, right. you think, think that's good, then that's question one. If you've got one for me, let's I do. see. The ladies want to know, this was at the top of the list from questions submitted. Yeah. How will a girl know that a guy likes her? I mean, okay. he just her or says hello or invites her to hang out like how how do we know okay i honestly it i mean i could give a couple and i i might give a few things but i think if it boils down to it girls if a guy likes you you will know there will no be there will be no guessing there will be no thoughts if you are confused it's because he's either still processing it or he just doesn't like you so um, I think probably all of us have the potential to create things in our mind of like, ooh, I think because they walked by me, that means they like me. Like, if if a guy likes you, trust me, you're going to know about it. You won't have to guess it. You won't have to try to figure it out. If there's someone that we're really interested in, we will embarrass ourselves to go out of the way to meet you, to talk to you, you should not question it in any way. So like the saying, if he wanted to, yeah. he would, is true. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. It's very true. Now, again, I think you're right in saying we're both Enneagram ones. We're both leaders. We're both uh, in ministry. Like our perspective potentially could be skewed. But I, I do believe from a guy's perspective, if we like you, you're going to get. Now, I think it's this is a whole nother conversation. Uh, you're going to get a face-to-face -face conversation. You're going to get a phone call. You're going to get a text. You're going to get a DM. But trust me, you'll know. Yes. And I, I like Elizabeth just commented, clarity is kindness. I 100% agree. Yeah. Yes. Good. Hey, and I'll, I'll say this for the guy's perspective. The guy should be clear, but we're not good at this. Okay? So guys are not good at that. They're not. And they're probably trying, and they probably mean well. 
Um, but I think I think you're right. Clarity is kindness. So guys need to work on that. But we're just not good at it naturally. All right. That's going to lead into my next question, but I'm not going to get ahead of myself. So your turn. Okay. Um, let's go with this one. How and wow, this, this one is this one is very good. Again, these so there's the top two are ones that I'm like, I want to know personally these okay. and these were submitted. So here's the second one. How do you decide whether to continue going on dates with a guy or to friend zone him? Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. used to being friend zoned. I've been in that world. <laughs> Me too. Oh my goodness. This is a really hard question. Um, for me, so as I have navigated dating over the last couple of years, I like I have God in the mix with me the entire time. So I'm in a full blown conversation like, God, how are we feeling about this guy? Like, is there a connection? Do I keep talking with him? Because as Elizabeth added in the chat a little bit ago, clarity is kindness. And yep. so I've always made it a point to never lead a guy on. So from the get go, I'm going into it with intentionality, knowing I'm not just doing this for fun, yes, have fun while you're to waste somebody's time. Um, <clears throat> right. And so, so I think for me, the second that I'm starting to have a lack of peace or a lack of clarity about a certain guy, then I'm going to be having a real conversation with God, asking him for some discernment. And normally it's a lack of peace for me. And I just know something is off. So then I'll just have an honest conversation with the dude. Be like, I just don't, I don't see this going somewhere. And so I friend zone him. Yeah. And like, I typically, because I like to leave things, unless somebody's creeping me out, then we're probably blocking you. But um, <laughs> as much as possible, like, I love to leave things in a friendly way and just be mature. We're adults about it. Um, I had a on Hinge. We didn't work out. And we friend zoned each other mutually. And we were able to still literally be friends. And we met when he flew to Florida for an event and like, I think that's possible. So it's, that's a hard one. I just think like ladies, if a guy is being bold, being upfront, asking you on dates, you're going on dates with him. Do not lead him on. If you just see him as a friend and you don't want to date him, be honest about that. Like ASAP. Yeah. Otherwise it's kind or clear to the guy. Yeah. I think that goes both ways. Guys need to be, Again, clarity is kindness. That was, I, I like how that person put that. That was good. Yes, Elizabeth, you're brilliant. Did uh, that that question? I'm sorry? Did that answer that question yes. okay? Yeah, okay. absolutely. And I, I just think that's a bigger picture of like, for you, how do you, I mean, the deeper question is, how do you evaluate whether this is someone to move forward with or to say, hey, this isn't going to work out. I think you did great. Yeah. Sweet. Okay, so my second question for you kind of circles back to what we were talking about a couple minutes ago when you talked about like sometimes it can be hard for guys to be clear right and so for women how can we be approachable how can we create that space where like you can approach us you can be clear without being like i don't know needy or like too available where then it's like weird does that make sense yes i, I mean I mean, I guess kind of, and when you're talking about it in general, are you talking about for someone to like approach the potential of a relationship or they're in a relationship and you're talking about how do we define this? Like, well, I guess what's the parameters you're going for? I think the person who asked this was the being approachable to go on a date. Gotcha. Okay. 
Um, I, I don't, <laughs> I think it's more of like the bigger picture is kind of the vibe the person puts off. If that's the perspective I can give it. Um, you can tell pretty quickly whether someone is, um, putting off like the stay away from me. I don't want to talk to you vibe and the like, yeah, I'm really, really open to this conversation vibe and both I think can freak guys out. So, <laughs> like, if it's too much, we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Um, if it's too, like, playing hard to get, stay away from me, um, I think there's something of, like, guys' desire to pursue. But I think there's also, like, if there's nothing reciprocated, then it's like, okay, fine, then I'll move on. Um, for, for the perspective of, like, being approachable, I think just being conversational, um, guys have a hard time with that when I say, like, Guys have a hard time starting conversations, continuing conversations. So I would say um, on the side of if we do make that effort, if it's reciprocated, then that does make you more approachable. As if like, if I go start a conversation with her tomorrow, like I did today, then I know she's going to carry it on with me rather than just giving me one word answers or, because if I get that, then I get the sign of like, she ain't, she ain't interested. So we'll just move it along. So I would just say, um, try not to ride either side of like too hard to get or like, hey, I'm I'm too open. Um, just be yourself and be approachable as in be conversational, be willing to put yourself out there, as, especially as much as he's putting himself out there. Um, that's always appreciated. Then then we realize like, hey, there's there's interest on both sides. Yes. No, I like that. It's just don't play games, you know, <laughs> trying to be just, too much well, less of that. What Whatever. I like what you said. Just be yourself. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Okay. So moving on. And there's a lot on here. Um, we're not gonna have a time for these. Uh, but I'm gonna go. Okay, here's here's a good one. What's a good way to communicate intentions when first dating someone without being weird or overly pushy? I mean, Especially for us, like we're a little bit older. And so you're like, I want to approach someone and have a conversation with them and, and make sure that we have like this intentional thing that we're on the same page. But it's like, I don't think that's meant for the first date. So where, where are you at with that? Yes, that is such a great question. And for context, you mentioned that we're a little older. So I'm in my 30s. I'm 31. And I'm not like we mentioned dating to play games. Not yeah. about that. Um, and so for me, when I'm talking with a guy, going on dates, whatever, I think some of it goes back to that conversation piece that you referenced, like you're in a conversation. So I feel like some of it is going to be a little natural. Um, it's not being so like black and white, A to Z, like at this exact moment, I need to spell out all of these things, right? And so when you're trusting God walking open handed in the dating world today, you're just getting to know somebody, like get to know them as human, get to know them as a friend, see what they're passionate about. And then I think that there's a natural spot where like, I think naturally you get to a space where, okay, we've been talking, we're hanging out, we're going on dates, we are friends, we like each other. Is this gonna go somewhere or like we just friends? Yeah. And I think you know when you hit that spot. And so for me, if the guy hasn't broached the conversation and I'm like, I'm feeling like we need to have like a not specific DTR, but kind of a DTR. <laughs> and I wanna yeah. date a 
space where he's like, okay, I can broach this conversation, then I might like soft launch into it, you know, and just be like, hey, I'm really enjoying getting to talk with you. Like, how would you feel about, you know, continuing the conversation? Or like, I might ask just an intentional question to set him up to have the conversation. Because as a girl, yeah. I just literally churned as you said that. <laughs> Because as a girl, we talked about your first question was like, do, do women want guys to pursue them, right? And so for me, the answer is yes. So I would want the guy to initiate that. Like, where is this headed? Yep. So I don't want to waste my time. And I don't want to have like a pen pal for three months either. Yep. So I'll tee him up. Or sometimes I've been as straightforward as like, hey, I like you. You want to keep talking. <laughs> But again, I'm like 31. I'm not about wasting my time. And so at that point, he's either like, that was way too straightforward. You are not for me. And that's okay. We've on to the next. Yeah. I, I kind of want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've been on, I've been on some dates. I've been on one specifically that was more, uh, it was more of an interview than it was a date. It was like, hey, are you this? Do you like this? Do you, are you this way? Do you think this? And it was like, they had like the checklist and you're like, this is, this is not a relationship. This is like a business transaction. I'm out. But I do get that. Obviously, I think what you said naturally gets to the point. If you like someone, you're going to get to the point where someone's going to have to pass over that, that conversation. And, and honestly, from, for the men watching, that's your responsibility to take to take hold of that. But I do think it's also encouraging from a girl's side, especially for you, like you said, if you tee it up for somebody, that does help us out. Like we said, we're not necessarily great at this. So um, anyway, yeah, that's good. Yes, that was a great question. <clears throat> oh, so is it is it you or me? Who's got the next one? Oh, I feel like I kind of had you ask answer that question too. So you can go ahead with another one. Okay. Here's one that I have my own answer for. <laughs> and this isn't like guy girl thing. This is just relationship. But this was a submitted one. And I think it's good. And I think for the boys in this conversation, and I say boys, because I'm not going to refer to them as men yet. Um, if I'm dating someone who still uses Snapchat, should I be concerned? Do we even need to answer this one, though? <laughs> Hey, I'll, I, yeah, you can go give it just a little something and then I'll, I'll give a little something and we can move on quickly. All right. No, 100. No. So, and here's the thing, because I, when I, I started the land of online dating in 2020 and I'm not online dating right now, but in 2020, there was the argument of like, well, how do you know that they're really a real human and you're not getting catfish? So if you have Snapchat, then you can like see in real time if they're real and all this stuff. And so like, I did it for a second. And then I was like, I don't, why do I need to, I don't need that. It's called text me a photo and you can see the time. <laughs> yeah, we've got better options. Yeah. There are way better options. So no, it's a hard no for me. <laughs> I would, here's the thing. I think it's funny. Um, like I, I think it's funny to send funny like memes and gifts and and funny videos so i like stuff like that but when it comes to snapchat like just like warning for any girls if if his main communication is snapchat bail immediately if if you guys i i don't know 
I think there's a fine line. Obviously, there's boundaries within it. Sometimes it can be funny, uh, but I think you could also use things like Instagram or just texting funny pictures for that to work too. Um, but yeah, I would say snap. Ow, move about. Yep, we've we've voted against it. <laughs> All right. So we've mentioned online dating, and uh, some submit about online. And I'm going to broaden the question a little bit to like, where do you meet girls want to know where do you meet guys like, is online your only option now or like, church or going out with friends? Where do you meet guys? And what are your thoughts on online dating? Uh, I mean, I guess that's a couple that's it when it comes to online dating, it's two different perspectives. One is like, experience and one is like perspective. So my experience is I hate it. <laughs> it's, it's terrible. I, I was encouraged by some guys that I'm friends with, like, obviously desiring to be in a relationship that were like, man, if, if you haven't found someone in your church, if you haven't found someone in your community, then try it out. And it's because I there's people I know people within my church that are married, and they met online. So um, I can't say like, don't and I wouldn't say don't. But what I would say is, you're much better off finding someone that is either like, referred to you. And I know for some of us, that's like our worst nightmare. I just got a text this week from someone that was like, Blake, here's this great girl, you got to text her. And, and it just already makes me think like, no, I'm not doing that. But uh, I think if it, if there's people and friends that you have that know of somebody and they know you, that's a much better uh, way to start than online dating. So I don't know that I would put all my efforts into online dating, but I don't know that I would tell someone not to either because it works for some people and they make great connections. And, and I think it has its place, but I don't know that I would put all my eggs in that basket, if that makes any sense. I, I will say from my perspective as well, um, out of the time I was on online dating, uh, even if I did match with someone, our conversations rarely made it past a day or two and nothing ever came of it. So um, from my point of view, it's not beneficial. But for some people, it works great. So I don't know. Agreed. Like everything you said, 100% agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it is um, not fun. I know that. But it is also like, hey, there's potential. So why not? Mm -hmm. um, here's. Here's one that, again, this, these are all submitted questions, and I'm just trying to pick between a few because we only have so much time for this. But uh, is it – no, I'm going to go with this one. I'm switching up questions. How, how do you and, – and maybe we both have a response on this. How do you clearly tell someone you're interested? Oh, well, you heard softball. This is, yeah. this is a softball toss for you. You, you heard, two, well, two of my strategies. One is a softball, two is, yeah, I like you. Like, <laughs> which I, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it did not end in a relationship, but I definitely went there. Um, I don't, I think, how do you let someone know you're interested in them? That's the question, right? Yeah. All right. So I think for me, I try to have an engaging conversation. Um, I try to ask questions, show interest in their life, what they're interested in. Um, I try to be available to help them if they're, I don't know, working on something, something, remember important things in their world. I just try to be available. I try to be open, friendly, um, or I just say, hey, I like you. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. You, you, 
shoot your shot sometimes. Exactly. And that's why I say, like, I feel like this is a softball toss. I mean, I, we, I, all of us, I, at least I know I do. Maybe it's a one thing, an Enneagram one thing. But I know I overthink just about everything. And But when it, when it boils down to it, though, like, if you're interested, say it. Like, there's ways to say it in different ways. But at some point, you just have to say it. Hey, I'm interested in yep. you. Yeah, I think that's why I feel like that question is like, I feel like we need to pose that because a lot of people are like, hey, I really like this person. What should I do? Um, go talk to them. Tell them you're interested. Lose <laughs> either because even in the scenario where I was pretty bold with the person and like, granted, we had been talking for a little bit. So it wasn't like some random guy on Instagram. I'm like, hey, I like you. Like, I'm not that, you know, straightforward. Yeah. If you're talking with somebody, you're in a conversation you don't lose by being one, you never lose by being honest and being kind. And so telling someone that you are interested in them and being kind, like one, they're going to be flattered. And then two, if they're not into you like that, like you're just going to get clarity. You're not going to lose. I don't, I don't regret telling that person, like I'm interested in you. Yeah. You know, so don't lose by just being straightforward. Yeah. And if anything, if, if you're interested and it doesn't work out, I mean, maybe again, you have, friends you create a new friend group or you have a new friend um but yeah it's just easier just like just say it just and and then that's why i say it goes back to the like one of the first questions if guys like you they're gonna say it trust me don't worry yes if he wanted to he would <laughs> <laughs> like everybody's mantra um what are guys opinions on long distance so obviously you can meet people everywhere Yep. social media online friends of the friends and the opportunities and possibilities are all over the place so what is the opinion on long distance dating um i don't know that i've ever done that i don't know that it's desired though i mean it's not like and and i think the bigger picture for me is it's uh if it's long distance, then you don't really get to spend time with that person to get to know like the nuances of them. And even just even just sitting down and having conversation with them at a meal and um, seeing how they interact with the waiter or waitress or interact with you in person, those can be totally different aspects than just meeting or talking online. So it's not ideal, but it's also not impossible either. Um, and I think guys aren't necessarily against it but it's certainly not like a desirable thing because i think for me too like at some point if it is long distance um there eventually has to be a conversation of like hey this is a bigger conversation of like to find this because someone's got a shift here and and if there's not some long-term commitment and someone shifts and then it doesn't work out um, I think there's some bumps that can happen in the road. So I think there just needs to be a lot more communication. Uh, but there's a lot more um, faith in that as well. So uh, guys are not, I don't know if this is just a person perspective or a guy's perspective, but it is certainly not a desirable thing. But I don't think, again, I think it's online dating. It's, it's not like it's impossible and it's not like it can't happen or it can't be beneficial. It's just not ideal. I got you. Yeah. That makes so uh, let's see. Oh, what do we got? One more? Yeah, let's do one more each. Okay. Um, 
Let's see. I want to make this good if it's the last one. <laughs> Give me a heart. I got a few on here. Uh, okay, here's, here's a good one. Here's one like once you start the conversation, you get in the conversation, you let's say you're date one and you're now you're it's after date one. Okay. Um, we have a question here that says, is it better to text someone I like every day or make them wait a while between messages? Now I just read that. That was the submitted question. Okay. But is that is very is a very big question on guys' minds. Like I want her to know that I'm like I want to keep talking, but do you like is there a point of like, well, it's a little too much, or do you text every day? Is it every other day? What are you thinking from your perspective? You know, I I feel like this goes back to earlier when you were like, just let's not play games. 100% agree with that. And I have felt like something that my sister and I have said to each other over the years is match the energy, which I don't think is like just between us. But like, I've seen it on TikTok and stuff like that. If the guy is texting me, I will text him like, but I'm not going to overreach either or like over over try or be needy or clingy. I don't want to, I don't want to be too much either. Cause yeah. one lives, we have jobs. Like, I don't think it's realistic to be texting all day, every, um, but if it's after date one and depending on the rhythm that you're setting up with each other, I think the win is more of like, how do we clearly know we're communicating consistently? So maybe that means you're like, Hey, good morning. Hope you have a good day at work. Like, I don't know, that could be a rhythm or it could be, Hey, you want to go on date two and we're going to have dinner on Friday. Great. I'll see you then. Like it's, I think it just depends on the guy and the rhythm. So I've, I mean, I've chatted with guys who their thing was like a daily text and like, that's, I matched the energy. We texted every day. Um, and then there's other people who, once we set up a FaceTime or meeting up, like we didn't talk again until then. And then we said we were talking. So I think it depends on both your personalities, your schedule. For me, it's about consistency. And I know when I'm going to hear from you. Um, Cause to, that also shows to me like your level of interest. And if we're continuing this conversation, cause I know what to expect from you. Yeah. Does that? Yeah. And I, I think even a lot of these questions, some are, let's nail it down. Some are like, man, it just depends on the person or it depends on the situation. I think the bigger picture with a lot of these questions is like, man, you just got to have maybe someone walking with you. You can have a conversation with about it or just you, you kind of learn as you go too. I mean, you learn at some point where you're at, like, this is who I am mm -hmm. and I'm a person that likes to keep in touch. So I'm going to text her. So just, I think like what you're saying is just be who you are. And then that gives her the picture of like, okay, that's who he is. Do I like this or do I not? Correct. Yeah. Exactly. And ladies, like, if he hasn't answered you back yet, don't just keep texting him until he answers you. Like, that's overreaching the energy. Just wait till he answers you back and then go from there. Yeah. So, yeah. That's okay. You ready? Well, your last question of this warrior conversation. Okay. Bring it on. All right. So, to kind of put a fun wrap on it, we've been doing a lot on dating and how to's and I love how you really brought a lot of these questions together and like, you just gotta learn as you go. I think some of our have been be honest, be yourself, don't overthink it, like be intentional and have fun, right? So we're all single. How do we be intentional in singleness? How do we leverage the season? What is Blake doing that helps Blake? 
I, I think for, from, for your stage of life, it's prioritizing what you would do, whether you're in a relationship or not. Like what is of utmost priority for you? So for me, my walk with Christ and my faithfulness and involvement in my local church, those are of utmost priority, whether I'm dating someone or not. So to me, it would be developing those things in a bigger capacity. So my, my walk with Christ, my time with him, uh, and, and that I think obviously for me, it's scripture reading and prayer. That's a, the most basic of times with God. But I mean, there's times for me, like right now, I'll, I'll spend time uh, early on Monday morning. I spend like a longer period of time in prayer. Uh, Tuesday mornings, I wake up and I normally watch sermons from pastors from around the country that I enjoy. Uh, I spend time on Wednesday mornings um, developing uh, personal ministry, what I feel like God has called me to do. So I would just say, like, continue to fulfill the purpose and passion that God has placed on your heart for who you are and who you've called to be, who you've been called to be in Christ. So, um, I think many times we think like, well, in singleness, I just need to focus on this aspect. Well, in reality, uh, God has called you to a purpose, whether you're in a relationship with someone or not. So what is that purpose? And then drive toward that. And for me, it's not only developing that relationship with Christ, but it's a faithfulness and involvement in the local church. And I mean, even if you look at Paul and the involvement he had in the local church throughout the New Testament, I mean, look at uh, Paul said, like, I wish you all could be like me. I wish you all would be single. I wish you would stay this way because he sees the way in which he can minister in different capacities and in really potentially even, I, don't, I wouldn't say a greater way because we minister just in different ways, whether we're single or married. Um, but he just says, man, I don't have to worry about anything but full devotion to Jesus. And so I would say if you're single, uh, be passionate about who you are in Christ and who Christ has called you to be. And the best part is if that's where you're driving towards, you're going to be driving in the same direction that somebody else is. And that's where you'll meet somebody. And that is then when you find someone who's passionate about the same things and that will fit so much better than you just sitting and soaking in something that um, you're, you're not in a, in a waiting period. God is calling you to something where you're at. Um, and then eventually God, if he brings someone along, that's awesome. But either way, your end goal is to live for him and live uh, your purpose out for him. So I'd say in this time of singleness, like pursue him and pursue ways in which you can live out your purpose. I believe it's passionately through the local church. But that's me. That was <laughs> so good. And you know, to like, I, that made me really think of, I've been reading Ruth in the Bible a lot recently. And one of the things that has struck me about her story is like, Ruth was just going about her life. Like she's in a field, picking up grain, working. She's literally just working, being herself. And then Boaz notices her and like they notice each other. And so I feel like, um, when you're just being you and you're doing what God has called you uniquely to do, you're being who he made you to be. Yeah. That right in the right time like you're gonna cross paths with them i do not believe that we miss what god has planned for us as long yep. as we're trusting him and we're being who he made us to be and so if you're focused like ruth was just the grain in front of me this day you're right guy right girl she's or he is gonna come across your path in the right time you'll notice each other and then you can keep 
moving forward together. So yeah. yes, it, brilliant. But don't live in a life of waiting as if God has passed you by. He has called you to do something and to live in a purpose, no matter what your relationship status is. Yes, I 100% agree. Like, so good. So much wisdom. And thank you for being like the brave guy to be on this warrior conversation. And like, let me ask you questions from a girl's perspective. Thanks for taking the time to ask me questions and gather some insights from the guys. Like, you have so much wisdom. I'm so glad that I know you, that you're a friend of mine. And I just can't wait to see what God continues to do in your story. You're awesome. Yeah, thanks for the invite. And I hope I represented the guys well. If not, shoot me a DM and I'll delete it and we'll be good. <laughs> you give me some insight. Uh, connect with me on Instagram. I love it. Uh, but yeah, thanks for the invite. Yeah, no, you're amazing thank you and thank you all of you for joining us for this warrior conversation so much fun and thanks for submitting the questions in advance like the last couple couple weeks getting questions from y'all we have it in a google spreadsheet and then we didn't know what each other was asking thanks stephanie for joining us um so this was really fun y'all made it fun and um i'm excited so thank you this re will be posted as a replay later so you can share it with your friends re-listen to all the wisdom that blake shared and um and again connect with blake as well that Emily shared. We'll, we'll. <laughs> you can just you can chop my parts out. Nope, you shared some gold. So thank you so much. I'm cheering you on. And warrior friends, thanks for joining us tonight. Have a great rest of this Valentine's yep. Day. You too. See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.